Let's go. Episode hashtag one one double one episode eleven. I'm here, Domino Arth, with with our host EJ. I'm here, and and hey Dom, guys, tell us more, guys, ladies, gentlemen. We have a guest on this podcast. We have Miles on the podcast. And... Let's go! I'm excited to be yeah. here. I'm a regular listener. Yeah, regular listener of That's podcast. That's what we like to hear. And this our boss. This is our first guest on the podcast, so I'm pretty excited. I'm, excited. I'm pretty stoked to hear another view. Let's do it. Yeah, I feel I feel honored to be here. Oh, yeah, wow, I'm yes, tired sir. of listening to Dominic. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, Phoenix. He hears the Phoenix Sun stuff a lot. You know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and you hear the Lakers stuff, LeBron. Yeah. Hey, EJ. I I may be a Suns fan, so you may hear yes, more sir. about the Suns. Oh no! Like oh no! We Let's need a go. new guest speaker, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, with that, we'll get into our topic for today's episode. Um, we're gonna be starting and oh, we're basically gonna be opening up on the NBA season, which is starting in about six days, I believe. It's yeah. tip off the nineteenth. I think it's the nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. Be. Yep. So that's six days. You know, um, it's been a short while. You know, I remember watching the NBA finals. It took a while, but we're back. We're back, ready to watch some basketball. Bro, time so, um, quick. definitely. I mean, and obviously, with last season, we saw the way injuries struck a lot of teams. Oh, so, yes, I sir. think that in this episode, we're going to um, avoid uh, finals predictions or um, mm. champion predictions. Mm. I think that's safe to say. You guys think so? Oh, for, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Because, bro, before. All right. Then, Oh, I just want to say something. Before the season, bro, I mean, everyone had Lakers and Nets, obviously. They're both talented. They're both mm-hmm. arguably the the top two talented teams. And injuries happened to them. Didn't work out like that. Definitely. So, so we really can't yep. predict early in the year. So, yes, we're going to. Yeah, so we're going to go right into our first topic. And That's I want to know what Miles thinks. Who Miles thinks is going to be the number one seed in both the East and the West? Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, so for the West, I mean, I feel like there's not really much competition for the Lakers. Mm. I mean, as much. You mo- think so? Hmm. Yeah, I just feel. I mean, I feel like the Clippers and the Suns could take up the two and three seeds, but the the one seed is kind of defined with the Lakers. Uh. Mm-hmm. The East, so I actually kind of have a, a different opinion than most on the East. So honestly, with yes, the trouble with Kyrie oh, yeah. and the injuries that could take over the Nets, I think it could be a toss-up between the Nets or the maybe the Bulls. Ooh. The Bulls got a good team. The hmm. Bulls, man. Ooh. He's coming out here with some I'm hot coming, takes. He said Clippers and Bulls. Yeah. Hot take. I mean, like, man. Long, like Lonzo, that. Zach Levine, Jimmy yeah. Butler. Yeah, that's that's a big three. Bro, I was talking with um, I was talking with EJ for the podcast, bro. Big four. Lonzo, possibly? Zach Levine, and Demar Derozan. You mean? Oh yeah, possibly because Vooch and uh. Oh wait, did I say did I say Jimmy Butler? You're good. Don't worry about oh, it. Yeah. Everyone I loves Miami. Say, <laughs> I meant to say I meant to say Demar Derozan. That's my bad. But oh, hey, good. and Vucevic. I mean, I picked up DeRozan and Vucevic for my fantasy team. I think they're both oh, going to do well. That's a smart move. I like that, bro. Yeah. There you go. 
And then, yeah, I was talking with um, EJ before the podcast. Um, dude, I said big four, possibly, because, you know, Lonzo's got potential. And Man, DeRozan, I told you big five. Big five? Oh, yeah, with Alex Caruso. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> big five, AC. Dude, he's a beast off the bench. I don't know. It's just preseason, though, but. I didn't get that. Oh, Could you my Okay. <laughs> it's preseason, but, um, but yeah, yeah, go on. It's preseason. The Bulls are dominating the preseason, but we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Yeah, definitely. So, Miles just came out here with the, man, the, what you call that, it, the flamethrower with those takes, man. So, um, yeah. Dom, sure. Dom, react Sorry, to that. that what are you at? Had to throw that in. Oh, for my, I'm just saying the Bulls are, their stock's pretty high right now. But, um, or their, you know, preseason stock's pretty high right now. Yeah, but definitely. for the West, I can very well, I can very well see the Lakers also taking the number one seed in the West. Okay. I mean, just know the talent. You know, I mean, they, they did lose in the preseason, but I, I think those three guys aren't. Not, man, they haven't won a not, single game, man. If they lose to the Kings tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I know those guys aren't putting in full effort, you know, preseason. They're not trying to, like, yeah. you know, injure themselves. But, yeah, I think the Lakers will get the number one seed and possibly, you know, the Jazz get two and then Phoenix three. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it can be, you know, I think Phoenix will probably get it. I think they'll get two. Okay. If I'm being honest. And for the East, um, right now I'm going Nets. It. Just the big three, the big three in the East, Kyrie. Uh, but you know he's holding on this contract thingy. But I think he'll sign with. I think he'll sign. I think he'll get the shot and sign. But that big okay. three, I think he will, like Andrew Wiggins. But the big three in the East, I don't know. It's gonna be pretty hard to stop for. It's gonna be hard. We to gotta stop. see if they even play in though. That's the problem. I, I know. <laughs> but again, like dude, like Miles mentioned, the Bulls. They're, they're they're big, bro. I, I think Man, they, you guys are high on the Bulls. I I couldn't dude, relate. I I think I think the Bulls will take number one. Bro. Just like based off Whoa. of like the injuries and Kyrie for the Nets, I think the Bulls could bro. take number one. I mean, Oof. yeah, but also I think like you know the second in like the East would probably be like the Bucks or something. And yeah. Probably third, and then third, I think he, I think he's talented. And then fourth, dude. I can make a case for Chicago. I can really. All do. right, that, that's fair enough. I, I think you're leaving out Atlanta, but we'll get to that another day. You know they'll what I'm saying? They'll get it. They'll get it. <laughs> yeah. they'll, be, they'll be like sixth. Hot Man, take. Yeah, I can see that. Hard. It's a hot take, bro. You guys made some hot takes, but I don't know if mine are as hot. But um, oh, yeah. in the West, for my number one seed this season. I have no other than the Utah Jazz. Oof. I think that Rudy Gobert, um, his defensive, yeah, you know, his defensive translation in the regular season is like unparalleled. Mm-hmm. He makes Utah literally an insane defensive team. Um, I see Utah being number one, mainly due to the fact that their defense and three-point shooting is great in the regular season. And then at the end of the day, LeBron's in year 19. The Lakers are going to be coasting. Um, they're just going to be trying to get used to playing with Russell Westbrook. So this season, especially the first half, will be pretty interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, 
the Phoenix Suns are just off a finals run. They're going to be a little tired. They'll get back into the motion, but I don't think as good. They'll do as good as they did in the 72-game season last year. So I don't Actually, see them. I kind of – I mean, I, I can see why you would say that. But I don't know. I, I've been watching some of the preseason Suns, and they look good with JaVale McGee. Yes, sir. I, That's true. That I was a big weakness nice for them. I watched some nice Yeah. Lobs, yeah, we all we all saw the law. We all saw it. Man. <laughs> yeah, it does that it does that uh, death to the Suns? Um, yeah, they're coming off a Western Conference title, bro. I know they lost in the finals, dude. That that still stings, but you know, still won the West. Take it. That's true. Yep, and they got the backup center that they needed, so we'll see how they do. But that's yeah. how I'm thinking right now. And then um, up in the East, you know. I don't think Milwaukee's going to be the number one seed, basically just due to the fact they just won a championship. Um, they know what they're capable of now, so um, the regular season isn't as important to them as it has been. But if you guys want to throw out hot takes, I'm going to give mine too, all right? You ready? I want to hear these hot takes, bro. I, I got to hear Assuming, this. If Kyrie Irving plays, obviously, I think the Nets are going to be the number one seed. No, but no. if not... Give me the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young. I'm Dude, sorry. I, that team's insane. I mean, I, 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 I don't disagree with that. I mean, like I, I was talking about my fantasy team earlier, mm. and I picked I picked Trey Young over LeBron in my fantasy draft. Uh, that's, that's smart. That's smart. I, I think Trey Young is going to go places, especially this season after his playoff performance last year. He basically carried the Hawks. I mean, I I guess I can see where you're coming from, the carry job. But then you also have to think about how deep the Hawks roster is. Like, they have so yeah. many players that can hit shots or play defense in different ways. Like, they're going to be great coming sure, into this bro. season. Bro, when they shocked the Sixers, yeah. I was like, wow, bro. Dude, the Hawks are a team to look at. So Definitely. So, I'm excited for what this season could bring. But, yeah, I see Atlanta and Utah going into the postseason as the top yeah. seeds in the current NBA as we see it. But um after that That's pretty let's go over to some of the let's go over to some of the nice awards that we normally have going out. Let's just get a quick answer out here. Just give me a name, right? We'll start with Dom this time. Give me your we'll sixth man with... of the year. I bet. Sixth man, okay, I like this order. Okay. Sixth man of the year. Hmm. Tyler Hero. Tyler here, bro. No, did you not see the thing he said yesterday? I, 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 oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yes, oh, yesterday. I saw that. That yes, was sir. not the best. Yes, sir. not the best idea for him to say. <laughs> yes. Homeboy said uh, that he should be in the same sentence as Trey Young, Luka Doncic, and John Morant. Yep. The comments on that were like, "What oh, type yeah. of drugs are you smoke? Are you smoking up in <laughs> Miami?" <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, when he's coming. Okay, that's why I picked. The Heat are going to thrive, and the Heat, you now they lost Goran Dragic. He's up in Toronto. I think he'll get more opportunity shooting coming off the bench. But, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I also agree that, yeah, he's not he's not on the same level as, like, um, Luka or Trey. He's coming off the bench as a sixth man. Those two are starting. They're all-stars. So, yeah, that's different tiers. But, yeah, I think he'll get right. a lot of opportunities in the Miami offense. And I think he'll probably, he'll probably average, like, 16. 
At, Tough one, you know. And they'll be top. They'll be one of the tops in the East. All right, all right, Dom. I mean, man, Miles, please. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, I think I could see I could see Joe Ingles taking the sixth man, or I could see Iris Halberton. I don't know. I don't know if you say Halberton or Halberton, but yeah, I think I I think. Uh, Either of them could take it from me. Interesting. I like that. I like that. That's interesting. But that's assuming Tyrese comes off the bench. Yeah, um, that's assuming. Yeah. I think that's a possibility with how good Davion Mitchell is looking right now. I'm sorry. Davion Mitchell's a beast. He might come and take that spot from him. Dude, but yeah, yeah I agree with Tyrese is good. Yeah, I think also another, another name that could be like an easy option to say is Jordan Clarkson. I mean... Sixth man of the year last year. Um, mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's a great player. Yep. And you basically just took two of my answers away right there. Um, with the way the sixth man of the year voting has gone in the past couple of years, it's basically who's the best scorer off the bench, not necessarily who has the most impact. If it was most impact, I think it would be changed. But if it's sixth man of the year, I'm going either one of Jordan Clarkson or Joe Ingles because – Jordan Clarkson's a good scorer off the bench. Ingles is a good shooter, um, and they just play so well in that system. So yeah, they can obviously win it. Yeah, they're definitely good off the bench. Sure. Yep. Okay. Now yeah, let's. Two. Yeah, now let's run this up. Hurry up! We're gonna go through this one quick, Miles. So you're gonna start with most improved player. Most improved. Hmm. Um. I, I honestly I don't I didn't even really think about this so this is kind of a curveball for me. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll I'll hear what you guys have to say. You guys answer first. All right, I'm going first then. Right here, I got two names. Let's hear it. The first one, OGN and Obi, no Kyle Lowry in Toronto, so he's going to have more shot opportunity with Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam. So we're going to mm-hmm. see how they play. Sheesh. And the second one. This man is playing for his contract right now, and he got a song named after him, Mo Bamba. <clears throat> yeah, he it. doesn't play well this year. That's no contract for him. So oh. this is his contract year, and I think he can really up his numbers if he can gain the Dude. starting spot. I Okay. Yeah, I also had two guys in mind, and Mo Bamba was one of them, bro. Okay, I so like that. In the preseason, this man's blocking everything, I think. This recent game, last time I checked, he had five blocks. He's going to be a defensive impact with, um, dude, if Jonathan Isaac comes back, I think they could be a good defensive team, um, underrated defensive team. Mm-hmm. But, and another player, um, I'm, I'm going Jordan Poole off, off Golden State. Jordan Poole's a beast. So, yeah. so Clay's going to be out for a little bit. And I think first couple months. I think Jordan Poole. Yeah, like December, January. Yeah, yeah. like a few months. I think he'll be a baller at shooting guard. I I think he'll he'll average like 18. I think he'll be a beast. Okay, that's nice. Miles, where are you at now? Uh, I mean, I feel like if if the Bulls are thrive, I feel like Zach Levine could be an option. Um, I mean, he's already playing pretty well. But like if he be, if he moves up to that superstar level, I could see him being 
uh, an option. And then also Michael Porter Jr. Oh, he okay. just put out two good names. Yeah. That, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, he, he's already playing like pretty well. I feel like just mm-hmm. got to move on to that next level. And I feel like he has the – he very well could do so. Yeah. I like okay. that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, yes, we can we can go into Rookie of the Year now. Okay. You give us the name. Um, I'm going to go first on this one, my Rookie of the Year personally. Um, the consensus is Cade Cunningham yeah. um, and or Jalen Green. And I think I'm going to lean um, Jalen Green right now just because – it looks like Houston trying to move off of John Wall is really just opening the keys and giving the keys to um, Jalen Green to do whatever he wants with this team this season. So it'll probably be like a hundred pick and roll plays every game for him. You know, he'll just yeah, have all sure. the keys on offense. Yeah, so he's going to be real interesting. Um, but those aren't my favorite rookies. My favorite rookies out of this draft class. Oh, yeah. Um, if you talk to my friends Jack, Saj, and like Ty, they'll tell you my favorite player out of this draft class is Evan Mobley. I think he has potential to be He's a beast, defensive beast. I know. I think he has potential to be as good as Anthony Davis on offense and better than him at defense, and that's insane levels. Yeah, and then I also like Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, that's interesting. But yeah, that's my rookie of the year pick, Jalen Green. But yeah, I like Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Oh okay, uh, okay. I'll go next for this one. Um, rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm. I'm also on, in the favor of Jalen Green, and uh, Scotty Barnes is a sleeper too. He's like a. He's like he can do it all. He he can play like, the one two three four. He he has point guard <laughs> potential, small four potential. Yep. And then yeah, I've seen his like his crazy passes. I mean. That's point guard. I've seen his point guard abilities, and yeah, and they have, they still have Siakam. They still have some offensive weapons in Dragic. It'll be interesting. I, I think he'll have a good season. It'll be all right. I think he'll have a good season. Uh, all right. And uh, I think he was the right pick, um, over Jalen Suggs, for the Raptors. I do too. Yeah, I think I think he was the better pick over Suggs. For the Raptors, um, but for my for my pick, I think that the sleeper rookie is Jalen Suggs. I feel like if he can if he can get enough minutes on the Magic, I mean, just because of how well Lamelo has played, I feel like if one of them plays shooting guard, one of them plays the point, I feel like Jalen Suggs could could be the rookie of the year. I, I he was a beast for Gonzaga. Oh yeah. Um, and then on and then out of I mean, I I feel like Cade Cunningham also could win it. I feel like yeah, you're a big Cade fan. Yeah, I t- I told EJ today. I was like, Dude. I think I said like top five point guards in the league by the end of the season. Oh my goodness, man! I was going I was, crazy. That that that's a little too hot of a take. Maybe I'll say top ten point guards in the league by the end of the yeah. year. I feel like he could that's he could better. go off. Okay, top five, dude. My hands on fire right now, bro. <laughs> but that's like the that's flamethrower. But yeah, definitely has potential for it. I mean, I mean, uh, he's playing for the Pistons. Like the yeah, Pistons don't get anybody. The like, Pistons. <laughs> he can really shine for the Pistons. 
They have a lot of young guys. Dude, like killing uh, Hayes and Isaiah Stewart, bro. And um, Dom, man. give it to me, Defensive Player of the Year. When you're done. All right. And yeah, and the Pistons they picked up some good players in the draft, so I think they'll be an interesting team. Yeah. But Depoy, okay. I'm really thinking a couple guys, so I'm thinking Anthony Davis. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Anthony Davis, because I think he's gonna be he's gonna be the main. He's going to be the main part of how the Lakers play this season, of how, you know, they operate. He's going to be the main defensive anchor for a championship-level yeah. team. I think, AD. I think he'll bounce back from last season. I think last season was kind of like a down season because of his injuries and stuff. But I think this year he comes <clears> back. He comes back strong. And another guy I'm thinking of is Bam. Bam, Bam. Bam, Bam Adibayo. His impact on yeah, his impact like these okay, on these seasons is just crazy for the Heat, and if and they got the addition of Cal Lowry, I mean, I don't know, I'm really liking Bam Adebayo, and I liked him in the finals too, you know, although the Lakers shut him down respectively. He still yeah, he had to get guarded by AD. But yeah, he has a lot of he has defensive potential. So, yeah, he's also a consideration. But I think, I think Anthony Davis will win it. And also, you'll have Rudy Gobert be a consideration. But of course, every year, yeah, he's a great I, defender. I think Anthony Davis takes home the depoy of the year. I like that, Miles. Do you object him? Um, uh, I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. Um. Uh, for me, I I think after Giannis's finals performance, yeah. all those crazy blocks, oh. he he shut down the Suns like every every game. I feel like if that that kind of performance continues into the regular season, I feel like Giannis could take the title of Depoy. And Another then one. Oh yeah. Sad. And then I mean Anthony Davis is a I mean, he's a beast. Hopefully he plays better than last year. I think if he's back to being as great as he can be, he could take defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert is a fair choice. I mean, Bam is a fair choice too. I think Bam is definitely top five centers in the league. Mm-hmm. So I think I think really I feel like this is kind of a toss up. We have a, there's a lot of good options. Yeah, I agree, um, but I just don't really see the Giannis point because. For me, I think the Bucks are going to coast the regular season a little bit. So I don't yeah. know how much that's going to go into Giannis's efforts. We all know he's a top three defender in the league. Easily, yeah. I can be argued for number one. Um, but I don't know how much of that's going to be put into the regular season this year. Dude, but saying that, eh, not Giannis. Giannis doesn't do load management. Yeah. But um, for me... Defensive player of the year is either Anthony Davis, Bam Adebayo, or Rudy Gobert. I think that it's a toss-up between either one of those dudes. Yes. Um, it's mainly going to be who stays healthy the longest and um, also whose team's record is the best, you know, because I think they're all going to have similar defensive impact. But whoever has a higher record, I'm personally thinking the Jazz win the season with the higher, highest record out of those three. So... Rudy Gobert could very well take home another defensive play of the year. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they they can barely uh, get a top seed because yeah, the defensive impact. Yeah, yeah, they got the top uh, seed. They got the top seed last year in the West. Yep. Um, and then for MVP, I'm going Luca Legend. Nothing else has to be said. All right. All right. Nothing else. Mm-mm. That's it, man. Dumb. It's Luca. Come on now. Dude, who am I going? At MV Okay, I have to choose one, but I'm thinking of a couple guys. Dude. You can take your time. We'll listen to Miles. So for me, I feel like I don't know, I feel like if if the Nets are playing if the Nets play like as as good as they should and they take that one seed, they're the beast the best in the East by far. I feel like KD can take it. Hmm. And then I think also I feel like I feel like this award could go to a center this year. I feel like Embiid or or Jokic could both put up crazy numbers and get and, and win MVP. I think Embiid versus Jokic again, just like this year. Okay. Yeah. I think I mean, both of them are great centers. I, I don't know. And then also, I guess another player I was thinking of is if if the Warriors return to like as if the Warriors return as like a prominent team, yeah. Steph Curry could take MVP. I say. All right. Okay, That's I, true. I have my option, bro. At, at MVP, dude, this is two words. I'm I'm doing it like um, EJ. The best point guard in the league, Steph Curry. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. If he's going to play like 30 to 40% of the season without Clay, then I Bro, see it, man. Steph Curry finna go off. He's an average plus 30 watch. I'm dude. Again. Whew. That man scares me. He's winning it. Yeah. I think I think he's the, the best point guard in the league. I, I can see that too. Yeah, Luca's a hard second, respectively. Yeah. All right. I think we went pretty good with this one. Nothing else really has to be said on teams, in my opinion. We yeah. we did pretty good on this one. EJ, that was, a good, that was like a good hot take, though. I mean, definitely. L- Luca being MVP? I, I never heard Luca. Man, Luca's a beast. Being like, I but, now, but now we got the season coming up. And one of the biggest questions this offseason has been, how does Russell Westbrook add to the Los Angeles Lakers? If you know me, I've been an Oklahoma City Thunder fan my whole life um, because I grew up watching Westbrook and Kevin Durant play together. Um, And in the recent years, I've come to become a Westbrook fan. You know, we had that incredible MVP year in 2017. And now he's playing alongside my favorite player, LeBron James. So, like, it's just a treat for me to watch. Um so last night, I took the time to watch the Lakers' big three finally play together. Granted, it was preseason. And um, it got me thinking. <laughs> this team is going to be good, right? Yeah. They're going to be great in the regular season. And, you know, transition, offense, defense, and all that type of stuff. They're going to go crazy in the regular season. Yeah. But come playoff time... 
I still don't understand how LeBron is going to play with Westbrook and Anthony Davis is going to play with Westbrook. You know, yesterday, even in the preseason, teams were doubling Anthony Davis in the post off of Westbrook, daring Westbrook to shoot, you know. And at this stage in his career, you can still even dare LeBron to shoot, even though he's constantly proved over and over that in the biggest games of his career, like Game 7 of the 2013 Finals, if you just dare him to shoot all game, he's going to shoot you out and beat you. But um, I'm just I'm interested to see how the Lakers are going to make this thing work because obviously Westbrook wasn't their top choice. They wanted Damian Lillard first. I heard Bradley Beal. Um, there are a lot of other options there, and they got Russ, and we're going to have to see how that works. So I'm a little iffy here, Dom. Bro, I think, <clears throat> I think, it, I think it'll. I mean, I think it'll pan out for the Lakers. I, I think they'll have, they'll still have a good season. You know, they're gonna get a top seed, like probably top three. And the talent's yeah. there. The talent's there. Yeah. The the only real concern for me with the Lakers, I mean, obviously the talent's there. I think. I, I, you can't deny that. The only concern, which I think everybody is thinking, is the team chemistry. Kind of like like you were saying, EJ, like Russ and LeBron might not be the best combo. Um, but, I mean, it's one of those things where we're really just going to have to see. I mean, I was kind of hoping to catch a glimpse of that in the preseason, but I knew I wouldn't, and I mean – we really haven't, just because I mean it's it's the preseason, but you were I mean, flying back from Hawaii last night, right? Yeah, so I didn't even watch the game last night, but yeah. but I mean I I saw what happened and I I'll probably I'll probably go back and watch some of it or watch some highlights tonight, but I think really the regular season will tell how the team will play together, you know? Yeah, I I see that and I like that so um. We're just going to have to wait, you know. I think, the, as I said, I don't care for the regular season. You know, they're going to start off a little rusty. It's going to take them about halfway through the season to finally mesh. That's how yeah. almost all big threes work, except the Nets, because they've barely even played games together. <laughs> um, but yeah. we'll see how it goes comes playoff time, you know. Yeah. Can't wait for playoff time. Dude, that's when it gets I know, crazy. but we got to watch the regular season first. We got yeah, 82 watching. games this year. I'll be watching. 82. I'll be watching with pride. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. And with all that out of the way, I think that we have one last thing to talk about. Dude, um, sleeper teams. Good night. No. No, we're going to leave the sleeper teams in the dust for now. Whoa. I want to talk about the Nets. And their favorite Kyrie. player. Yes. Before, wait. Real quick before we go into the Nets. While this podcast was happening, I just read the Nets, they stopped their offer to Kyrie. So there's now there's no more offer to Kyrie. And Kyrie like is currently... Like a contract? The contract's gone. And Kyrie Ooh. is currently on Instagram Live explaining how he felt backed up against the wall by the team to get the vaccine. And no way. You got to yes. be kidding me. Oh, no. My Twitter's going off. No way. My Twitter's going off. <laughs> We're yeah. missing this. 
What's Kyrie is it? It's happening live. Kyrie. Wow. Oh, he is live. What the heck? Yeah. Let's take a second to hear this, guys. As a mature individual, but I'm not going to continue to dance around, you know, these issues. Like, it's not going on in our world either. You know, but I'm damn sure not going to judge you if you have a different opinion to me. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to download it. I'm going to let you speak. I'm going to listen intently, you know, and I'm going to do it in a way where we can both come out of it from our lab with an understanding. I know he's gonna keep on going, but yeah, I think, yeah. I think we heard something. Um, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think yeah, I think um, earlier in the podcast, uh, I think he'll end up he'll end up getting the vaccine, signing with the team. I mean, I just don't see it not happening. Like I, I saw an Instagram story saying like, you know, last days in the NBA. It's just too much of a stretch. I think. It's gonna happen eventually. Kyrie is an interesting man. Yeah. Miles, do you mean, have anything to say? Kyrie is the man that believes the Earth is flat. I don't really know what what he's gonna do. He still, he still that, believes yeah. the Earth is flat. Yeah, yeah. So like, do we really? Yes. I, I mean, is he? I could see him. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like I feel like the, the smart decision would just be to get the vaccine. Um, I mean, he, then he can keep playing basketball, do what he loves. He can make millions and millions of dollars. And I just, I don't know. I feel like if he has any brain cells, he'll just cooperate. Hmm. And, but as a flat earth believer, I don't know if he has the brain cells to do so. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. And obviously we're not ever going to get into any politics here on this, um, podcast but i think one thing that we can say from a moral standpoint is that you're you have your own rights and choices and you're allowed to believe what you believe but yeah i just just kind of feel bad for james harden and kevin durant right now you know they went to brooklyn with kyrie irving with the goal of winning a championship and right now their chances have been cut a little bit due to some of his ideas, words, and actions. So um, we're going to see how that pans out. We're going to see what Kyrie does, who, man, is an incredible basketball player. But I think with that, we're going to wrap up episode 1-1.
Dude, this is double. The podcast. So double one. We got to thank Miles for being on here. Thank you, Miles. Miles of course, bro. Thanks thank, for joining. Thank us you guys for having me. No yeah, problems. I feel like I, I feel like I brought some hot takes. I tried to keep <laughs> things interesting. Dude, those takes were freaking. They were, they were like hot to the arm. Man. They were heat. Like, yeah, straight heat. Yeah, I liked it. Dude, Kyrie has yeah. hot take. He, he, I think he has the hottest takes though. Uh, Kyrie's interesting. <laughs> but... We can't wait. Yeah. We can't wait for this NBA season. So, with that, we're going to wrap up episode one. On one. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, y'all.